0: Unlike its competition, Hawksoft definitely treats all of its users as people, as individuals. We're not just a number. Hawksoft listens to us.
1: Hawksoft takes our suggestions and makes them a reality for us. Hawksoft is constantly looking to update its system and make it work better for us. My name is Milena Farrell from Cedar Risk Management, and this is why I chose Hawksoft. Hey guys, it's Bradley. I want to tell you about Ascend. Ascend is not just another premium finance company. Ascend will solve all of your agency bill problems through automation of invoicing, premium financing, carrier payables, all the way to the end of the workflow. There's a lot of hidden costs with how you're doing business today. AMSs, CRMs can spend more than half the day chasing down payments, following up on non-pays, getting signatures for financing docs. This leads to an overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy team. And guys, you want your team to be happy industry's hard enough as it is, we really need them to be happy. As your agency grows, this issue gets worse and worse. And we typically solve the problem with a little bit of software, but a ton of manpower still involved. With Ascend, you can use a software first solution and just need a little bit of manpower, allowing you to grow without significant increase in overhead. Ascend automates all of these repetitive payment Processes so your team can get back to helping your clients. With Ascend, we've seen non-payment cancellations in our agency go down up to 95%. Teams save more than 20 hours per month when they work with Ascend and an average of a 75% decrease in payment-related customer questions. Guys, if people aren't calling your office with questions, you have more time to sell and grow your agency. Visit useascend.com backslash insurance guys. Guys, Ascend makes agency bill as easy as direct bill, but you keep all of the benefits of agency bill the best of both worlds. Thanks, guys.
0: Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Hawksaw. God, I love Hawksaw. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Mobile, Alabama. Parade first team All-American, rivals, five star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome My friend, Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Fantastic. What about you? Man, I'm the best I've ever been, y'all. This is it. We're about to head north. We've had a fantastic two days of podcasting this week. Um, Bradley and I, I think we both feel really good about the last, you know, seven, eight, nine episodes we recorded. Mm -hmm. I am so excited for this year. There's so many good things. And, you know, one... I hate to say this, but one overarching theme I got over the last uh, 9, 10 episodes we recorded this week there is a lot of negativity out there. There are yes. people who are um maybe they need to be picked up and lifted up a little bit. Um but it, and listen, by the way, I don't blame them. I mean, when you get hit in the face enough times eventually you're just like, man, enough. I don't want to I don't want to keep doing this. But I just feel like 2024 is going to be a great year for us, Bradley, and when I mean us, I'm talking to you and I in terms of our uh, not only the podcast but the our agencies as well. I think it's going to be a tremendous year of growth. I think that the culmination, you came out a little before I did with your independent agency, and then I, I not long after that, I, I started mine. And it, it kind of feels to me like, I guess the best way to put it, training wheels are off the bicycle. You, know, you remember when you are a kid and, like, one person would stand on one end of the driveway, another and they would mm-hmm. push you back and forth. I feel like we are ready to buy our first mountain bike because – We got it. We both have instituted a lot of things in our agencies that are going to help us grow this year. We've got our automations dialed in. Y'all got your automations dialed in. We've got both got good teams of people, people that you can trust, people who do a good job for you. There's a, a statistic I saw. I believe it was out of PNC's online digital magazine the other day, said something about 70% of Americans are aware of their insurance cost and that it's going up and 46% are shopping. Well, there's a ditch on both sides of that road, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to uh lose a little bit of business, but at the same time, you ought to be getting that phone ought to be ringing too and people calling your your agency and uh wanting to get a quote on insurance and I I, I that's why I have been so bullish the past six months on customer service and yeah. being the gold standard, because I do believe the winner in this game overall uh, will be the agencies that can look at things through the lens of their customer and what they want, and big door swing on little hinges. It might be something as small as how you communicate with them, how you touch them. Are you sending too many automations and ringless voicemails and text messages and emails, or do you have that great? One of the things that your staff has told me about you, and I've never shared this with you. I've never shared this with you. One of the things that your staff has told me about you, number one, you're great at writing copy relative to uh, conversational text messages, emails, things like that. Number two, you do a great job of being very thoughtful about the timing of automations, how many you are going out, making sure it's not too many, but it's not not enough. I think those are strong suits of yours. I, I remember two, three years ago, I walked back in your office well, when it was back in the back and I was like, what's this book? And you're like, oh, it's a copyright book. And I think that's something that you maybe instinctively always knew is, hey, I need to be great at copy. Yeah.
1: Ma- making sure people look at something and go, hey, I need to look at this. Copywriting and being intentional also with emails and getting right. to the point. Right. Um, there's a book. The book he's referencing is a book called The Boren Letters, uh-huh. B-O-R-A-N. I would highly recommend anybody read it. It's a uh, B-O-R-A-N. A-N. So Boren is a, it's either a prison or it's a City that a prison is in. So, guy named Gary Halpert, who anybody who spent time in marketing has heard that name, uh, was a a world famous copywriter. He actually went to prison for a marketing campaign that he did that violated some. It was it was him and a group of people, Mm -hmm. and he was the guy that wrote it. It violated some kind of FCC, not FCC, uh, FTC, Federal Trade Commission, Mm -hmm. and a bunch of them went to went to federal prison, and he wrote letters to his son whose name is Bond Halpert, if you could imagine a cooler first name than Bond, uh, he wrote le- and Bond is a, a world-renowned copywriter now, actually good friends with Michael McCormick. Mm-hmm. He wrote him letters he wrote him like a letter a day or a letter a week in prison about his experience in prison but what he was actually doing by writing the letters was teaching him how to write copy because the letters were written in the way that he would write copy. Wow! So it, it's a twofold book. You get cool prison stories, right. but it you learn how to write copy through just paying attention to how he wrote it. Wow! I've always thought that that was fascinating. So that's a book. It's a very easy read. I mean, it's a, it's about as thick as a magazine, about the size of a magazine. But uh, so but yeah, it's it's very important, I think, with automation to be very intentional in not delivering too much information, but not delivering enough. Right. While also at the same time keeping in mind CYA sure. a little bit too. Right. So we're, we're, we've, it's funny, people reach out to me about automation and stuff. And as far as the client communication, and, and we, we actually scale back. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to have less automations in terms of client communication right. rather than more. I think too many people go overkill. Right. But then also, you know, we'll have a customer that, gets mad about a text they get and I'll have a staff member show it to me or I'll see it. Uh, we have a, a Slack channel that all incoming messages go to and I monitor that. So I see all incoming texts all day long. Right. But I also you have to keep in mind that for every customer that gets mad that you texted them, there's probably 15 more that didn't reach out to you about something. So like you say, it's a ditch on the both sides of that road. Well, too, it's, so.
0: it, And there's another thing I need to bring up too,
1: relative to that same point. There
0: are some people in this world that you could give a $100 bill to and they'd, they'd bitch because it's not 520s. Exactly. You know what I mean? So the person that calls because you sent too many texts or emails or you this or that or the other, there might be 50 other people that in their mind think, you know what, I appreciate him doing that. 100%. Because, the, like I said, there's always going to be that person that's upset about something yeah. that you do in your agency and it, and you're never, what was it? Charles Barkley said, you know, 50, 50 rule. You're never going to
1: make everybody uh-huh. happy. So, but, and what we always do just last night, we had storms last night. Uh-huh. We didn't do it today. and I'll tell you why, but you know, back in my alpha days, we had no automation. I mean, none. Whatsoever. Do they have
0: automations now or anything? I, I don't Probably
1: know. not. But I would, when there was a storm event like there was last night, my mother actually has pictures of me on my cell phone, and I would literally text every client one by one, every wow. single client for like four hours. Wow. And and then when we started Portal, obviously we continue. We, we that's one of the best I think automations you can do if there's a storm event sending a text blast to everybody and saying, Hey, we're just checking on you. The reason we didn't do it last night was because we're in the middle of this acquisition and all that data is, is mixing and I didn't want to cause any confusion with the other clients just yet. We're just kind of getting, and also like, Pretty much everybody in my agency now is running around like their hairs on fire with with this acquisition. So I didn't want to create any more work for anybody else. Well, but
0: it's funny that you say that. One thing I've noticed since I've been down here the last few days, there ain't no book reading going on by Kenneth right now. <laughs> no, not at all. He is. Uh,
1: so, but back. I'm here, a little worried about him. He's he's he's, he's,
0: he's I working to him last night for a little while. He's just he's jamming. One question I have to go back to what you were just talking about relative to severe weather. Do you have an automation, again, I know this is not the right time to be, with with what y'all are doing and and merging these two agencies together and the data merge and all that just just couldn't happen. But in normal times, if you wake up in the morning and you flip on the local weather and they're like, hey, today's going to be a really bad, severe weather day, would you send out a pre-text, almost like risk management, like, hey, hey, uh portal family just wanted to let you know today's a severe weather day looks like storms will be coming through the mobile area between four and eight
1: o'clock tonight it's something yes and no like i mentioned to you at lunch you know we have this weird thing down here where we're supposed to have storms and we don't and they end up missing us right right something to do with the gulf so not for stuff like last night but if it's a hurricane something we know is if we know for a shadow of a doubt it's going to affect us then yeah we'll basically what we'll do is we'll send a text out. Let's say it's a hurricane. We'll send a text out the day before, hey, just so you know, this is how you file your claim with us. Right. We don't send them directly to the carrier, by the way. I think that's lazy. It is. Um, but we send them to our claim form and we also give them an office number to call. And then we forward that to our VAs to answer the phone. That way, you know, other agencies, they get a, a busy signal when they call because the lines are down. You call mine, it rings like normal. And then we'll pre schedule also a, the exact same text for the day, like the minute the storm's supposed to be out of here. Right. Just hate just reminding you. But, uh, but and by it, the
0: way, the, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the beautiful, if there is anything beautiful about a hurricane, Besides the weather after it goes through, because yeah. you know how pretty it gets right after,
1: before and right after, yeah. you will never see a prettier day yeah. than the day before a hurricane. percent It's something about the pressure, it sucks everything out, and it, it looks like it, we're in Arizona. You'll play golf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but the, the one, I guess, positive about a hurricane is you have so much time to plan. Yeah. You know, for three or four days, you probably know that, hey, I don't know if this thing's going to hit here exactly. Yeah. But we probably need to be planning our text. And,
1: right. You know, I would much rather have that than like something we had yesterday. Yeah. Because like yesterday, we woke up yesterday morning and they're like, oh, it's going to be tornadoes tonight. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Whereas a hurricane, you know, a lot of times they're tracking them by the time it's off the coast of Africa. They're like, hey, here's the spaghetti models. And if you see one going directly to us, we're we're watching that. And, you know, And to give you guys an idea of what Bradley's talking about,
0: literally, and I'm not exaggerating. Literally at 10 o'clock last night, Bradley and I are texting back and forth with each other like, man, this thing's not going to be bad at all. And I'm like, yeah, just I guess they missed it or something. I don't know. And then 3.30 in the morning, my phone starts going, bleh, 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 yeah. tornado warning in your area. So, guys, today I just wanted to, to, to roll through this with you guys. This is the Scott Howell 2024 look into the crystal ball. I didn't. I just came up with that off the top of my That's head. Great. So, we should put know, that on a t-shirt. I don't know what that means exactly, but this is my look into a crystal ball for all of you agents out there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say what my six or seven things are that I think are gonna happen in 2024. Bradley can tell me. I want his opinion on whether it. By the way, if you disagree, I would love for you to disagree because I'm a big fan of. Yeah, change my mind. I want you to change my mind. Number one, I believe that 2024, much like 2021 and 2022, were what I call the year of the VA, where all independent
1: agents found out about VAs, found out about VA companies. You want to hear something funny? I had a local agency person that works at an agency Uh last week text Uh me, and they said, uh, I heard that some agencies are hiring people out of the Philippines to do back-end data entry. Really? Yeah. And I said, you're only about two, three years. (laughs)
0: You know what I said?
1: You know what I said?
0: Yeah, we got seven. (laughs) So, so 2021, 2022 was like the year of the VA. So back then, you know, we had two or three VA companies that everybody went through. And then I noticed about mm, middle of 2022, there started to be some independent agents that figured out the riddle of okay, we can do this ourselves, right? And now you see this uh, inflow of more and more agencies that, instead of relying on a VA company, are hiring virtual assistants to kind of own their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had that conversation with with Wesley Anderson. I, I you know, he he. And if, and I, I'm,
1: if I'm a VA company, I'm I'm transitioning to teaching people how to do that versus. Yeah, maybe versus, an
0: upfront fee and yeah. then I help you get set. That's how it works and, in
1: other industries. Hundred percent. There's a there's a company I'm aware of. They basically charge a it's it's basically like a hiring company. Right. You know how you would you would go yeah. to a recruiting company, you pay them for the applicant. Right. Versus, yeah.
0: So twenty twenty four, in my opinion, Bradley, is going to be the year in the independent insurance channel of The year of fractional leadership. And what I mean by that is, you and I both are seeing more and more agencies leaning on instead of hiring that full time CFO that's going to cost you a minimum, if they're good, of maybe $75,000, at least, you hire a Kerry Wallace for a fraction of that cost and kind of get somebody that's an advocate for your agency to help you navigate those waters of financials and P&L and balance sheet. And, hey, here's some areas we can improve our financials. I think that's going to happen this year. So I'm going to kind of pull my pants down here and tell everybody what Scott's done, okay? Scott has hired Carrie Wallace as a fractional CFO. Shout out to Carrie. Love you, Carrie. She knows that. I have hired Nick Barry, Nick Barry to be my fractional CMO, chief marketing officer. I now have a marketing assistant full-time in my agency, not a VA. She actually, in another life, acts as my stepdaughter. She's very okay. creative, just like her mama, my wife. And she reports directly, Bradley, to Nick Barry. Nick Barry is her boss. I am in conversations right now about hiring Ryan Hanley to come in as a consultant for us. That conversation is kind of at the midway point. I'm trying to kind of figure out what exactly I want him to do. I think it would be more in line with a sales process, kind of going to all of our offices and reviewing kind of what our processes are, looking at those. And there's some other people that I'm looking at. And I'm really leaning on people that I'm friends with and that I know are good at what they do in the industry. Yeah. But I think you're gonna see more and more of what I'm calling fractional leadership in the insurance industry where maybe somebody doesn't have the money to hire a full time CMO, CFO, uh bookkeeping firm, but they 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 need some help.
1: Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. So I'll give you I'll tell you a story. So one of our producers that lives in Atlanta. He comes down about once a quarter and we do, you know, internal meetings and some, you know, team building stuff with everybody and that sort of thing. We fly him down here. Well, the first time he came down here, uh, I was taking him back to the airport. Right. And I was on a phone call and I get off the phone call and uh, he was like, Who is that? And so that was our CFO, Kerry Wallace, fractional CFO. And he kind of looked at me kind of funny. He said, You really do run this like a big company. And I was like, Yeah, man. I was like, If, if, if you want to run a big company one day, Go ahead and start. Right, you know, and so what it does by finding an expert in the in a field, not only do you get access to the tools and the knowledge and the planning and all of that that they provide, but you get better advice. Like Carrie gives me better advice than someone I hire at seventy five thousand right out of college would give me. Right, you know what I mean. You get. And she understands the industry. She understands the industry and all that, so it gives you all the tools that the big boys have, right. without a lot of the baggage that comes with being a big boy. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And and thinking about your business from I mean, there's so many people that are just flying by the seat of their pants when it comes to marketing and and sales. And well, for
0: me, it was it was financials. Like yeah, you know, if you'd asked me last year what our budget is right. for marketing.
1: I'd have said, well, I don't know. I guess whatever we spend. <laughs> it gives me, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it gives me a sense of comfort knowing like, okay, you know, Carrie said I could buy this Correct. or maybe like with you, you know, Nick said I could do this campaign and it makes sense. Hire this person. And it before. also helps me like, you know, I'll be straight up honest with you. Like, there's some purchases that I don't make because I don't want to have to explain it to right. Carrie next month in our meeting. 100%. You know, there was 100%. one, one time she's like, "Um, uh, we're going through expense. And there's always like five or six expenses that they're not sure what they are. And they have to ask me, she's like, uh, what is ABC liquor? I was like, uh, uh, That was a client gift. That was definitely not bourbon allocation day. And it was definitely not Blanton's that dropped for sure. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Right. So it's it it gives you that sense of like yeah. hey, there's no better accountability well, there's no better the accountability but there's no, to me there's no like most of us when we become a leader we've never been a leader before mm. you feel like you're in uncharted waters right. Like I was a pretty good leader up to about a year and a half ago but I've had to do a lot of learning in the last 2 years so Yeah exactly like this agency now is bigger than anybody else than, than any agency that anyone who is working here now has ever worked in. Right, We're all in uncharted waters. Right. So the more of those experts we can surround ourselves with, there's a sense of comfort as a leader to me when I've got really good people around me. 100%. If you were trying to do this all of all by yourself and everything f- fell on your shoulders, that's a miserable, that sounds miserable. Right. You know, and there's, there's, there's two types of delegation there, there is delegating tasks, mm-hmm. which is where most people stop. Mm-hmm. Hey, Scott, I need you to do this. Hey, Rand, I need you to do this. Hey, Kenneth, I need you to do this. Where you really open yourself up to being a good leader and to really getting a lot of stuff off your plate is allowing people to delegate decisions. Mm-hmm. So task and then decisions. When you can let, and most agency owners can't do it, or a lot of them can't. But when you get to the point to where you can delegate decisions, that's when you really have the freedom to grow the business from a really high level, and you know things are handled. And I'm not saying you delegate the decision and then you completely ignore everything. Right. You still have checkpoints. You have, you know, uh, we've talked about the Van Halen Brown Eminem story. You know, Van Halen would when they had, they had all these these requirements in order for them to play the venue, and then they would throw in take. We want M&Ms in the green room with all the brown ones removed. Right. And they knew if they came in that room and they were brown M&Ms, that means they had to check everything else. Correct. You have to put those brown M&Ms in your company. But once you can completely let go, it really opens you up to a place that you haven't been before. Yeah,
0: and you, But you got to be able to trust people. And, Correct.
1: And there are some
0: decisions that as an agency owner, you certainly want to be involved in. Like, sure. I wouldn't want to delegate to somebody else the sole decision making of, which ams we were going to use? correct you know what i mean yeah you just don't want to do that but
1: okay so that's number one hey guys it's bradley look are you tired of spending endless hours searching for potential business prospects look no further with leo you can gain access to a whopping 40 million businesses that's 40 million prospects in just seconds Say goodbye to painstaking searches and hello to efficiency. You guys know I'm all about efficiency. Leo just isn't about speed, though. It's about accuracy, too. With Leo's cutting-edge tools, you can validate new producers faster than ever before. No more wasted time on unreliable data. Leo's got you covered. But that's not all. Leo empowers you to carve your own niche market using unparalleled data insights. Want to target specific dates for workers comp done need to identify brokers or carriers to focus on Leo has your back. And here's the icing on the cake guys. Leo lets you search prospects based on size, revenue, dates, violations, and more. The possibilities are literally endless. Step into a world of business possibilities with Leo Revolutionize the way you connect target prospect and succeed. Don't miss out. Join the Leo community today. Go to meetleo.com and when you go to book a demo or reach out to them, put in the how did you hear about us field that you heard about them on the insurance guys podcast or IGP for short, you'll get 20% off. Talk to the folks at Leo, highly recommend them. Well, hello there.
0: Guys, excuse me for interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast, but I'm here today to get you out of aggregator and cluster jail. This may be the most important message I've ever delivered on the insurance guys podcast. Guys, are you a member of a cluster or an aggregator? Does your contract have exit fees, termination payments, buyback provisions? It's time to get your freedom back and do what we did here at iProtect Insurance. Join the AC, the future of aggregators in our industry best decision we've ever made, guys. Best decision we've ever made. No entry fees, small $200 a month membership fee, over 50 plus carriers for direct appointments. And by the way, new ones coming on board each and every month. You keep 100% of your commissions, profit sharing every year. Guys, we have made in the last two years, Each year, our agency has made over $100,000 in profit sharing. Here's the best part, guys, and this is the part I'm the most passionate about. No termination or exit fees. You give the AC 60 days notice, and you're free. You go get direct appointments wherever you want. There's no buyback provisions, no exit clauses. Guys, if you're a member of another aggregator, And you have termination fees, buyback provisions, exit clauses. Every single policy you write, you're digging that hole just a little bit deeper. And one day you're not going to be able to get out of it. It's going to be too much. You're going to be taking out a second mortgage on your home to try to get out of a cluster group. Unbelievable. Guys, go to acfree.org. That's acfree.org and register Find out why over 650 agencies and $3 billion in premium have chosen the AC. And guys, here's the best part. But wait, there's more. Mention the Insurance Guys podcast when you talk to these guys and you get six months. That's six months of no membership fee just by mentioning the Insurance Guys podcast. Go today, www.a dot org And let me help you get your freedom back. Have a great day. Thanks guys. Number two, you guys heard about me talk about this on a previous podcast. It is my belief that I think that these blue blood carriers, uh, both personal lines and commercial when, when the cycle of insurance comes back around whether that's middle of this year late net this year some people are saying it'll be as late as maybe spring of 2025 i do think that obviously at some point the cycle of insurance is going to turn and the hands of the clock are going to go back towards growth mode rather than underwriting and uh you know managing Uh, losses and those types of things, hard market, if you will. I believe that when all of these carriers go back into growth mode, though, they are going to be much more measured and much more thoughtful about what products and services that they offer back to the agency force in terms of this is what we'll write, this is what we're not going to write. I think they're going to do a lot more what I call packaged policy type multi-line. They want, you know, great credit score, bulletproof credit, newer houses, not going to let you multi-line anymore. Either they're going to tell you, you can't multi-line anymore at all, period. Like if, you, if you're if you just going to write to auto, you can't do that. We're, we're, the, the the We're going to stop you from doing that. If, or, or if they are going to let you do that, they're going to say, Hey, you know that multi-line auto that your agent wrote the other day? Guess what we're gonna pay you on that?
1: Either nothing or maybe it's Here's eight and six percent. Yeah. It's six and three. It's something like that. Yeah. More like what progressive does. Correct. You know, progressive pays less for a monoline auto Correct. than they do a package. Correct.
0: So so I I believe that at some point between today and spring of 2025, you're gonna start getting the marketing reps. Emailing and calling with great news—we're getting back in the game. We're 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 going, we're going, we got new rate filings. Blah 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 blah. And but then they're gonna have this list of rules and regulations that they're gonna say we want professionals, high credit score, newer houses. We're gonna get pay you uh, this much for home and auto. Oh, but by the way, if you add an umbrella with that, we may increase the commission on the home and auto. I also think that the excess and surplus lines market is going to continue to grow
1: yeah. as, what's, as carriers kind of push what's off what the happen? they don't want. What's going to happen is all of this, this pickiness from carriers mm. is going to create a vacuum in which one of two things happen. Either a, the excess and surplus lines carriers become more be prominent, Correct. picking up some of that business, which, Hey, there's nothing wrong with a good That's excess right. and surplus carrier Or B, it's going to create a vacuum in which some insure techs and or other companies that haven't been as competitive will say, hey, we're going to buy a bunch of business. Right. You know, I could see like a branch or an openly or a metromile or um, someone like that, or maybe some carriers we haven't seen that appointed independent agents yet, maybe start doing that. So some of that's going to start. Out. I'll
0: tell you one that, that we as a as an industry are really missing out on right now, and the reason we're missing out on it is nobody to date has really figured out how to do it right, and that is a jam up, really good non-standard uh, single line, non-standard auto carrier. You know, progressive. I was talking to a, a yeah, they always. Partner.
1: they all look like they're put together with duct tape and rubber bands. Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: And 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 I think there's a way to do it. And and I think whoever figures that out, whether it's Scott and Bradley or uh an insure tech or maybe somebody from completely outside the industry, kind of like the guy with Openly that you know, partnered with an independent agent and now we got Openly. But somebody will figure this out and they are going to mop the floor with <laughs> all these carriers that don't want mono line mm-hmm. and they damn sure don't want non-standard mono line, like the, yeah. like the SR 22 stuff or the, yeah. the person that just maybe lives in an apartment and doesn't want renter's insurance, but they need, they still need auto on their 87, you know, uh, civic
1: hatchback. You yeah. Know. I'm not super bullish on insure tech auto carriers. Yeah. And I'm here's right. why you know, auto is the most politicized, mm-hmm. It's it's the insurance that people see the most, so they're more likely to shop it. You know, I don't know what the exact statistics are, but it seems like seven to eight out of ten claims there's an attorney involved. There's so many moving parts. You have all the coverages, you have all the different cars, you have, you know, mileage and, and all that kind of stuff. There's just so many moving parts. I don't know. I think it'd be really hard. For Somebody to build something from scratch. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I yeah, think I understand what you're it's, saying. It's, it's going to be a it's, mountain. It's, it's going to be a big Everest. mountain. Yeah, it's a big yeah. mountain. You know, there, there's a company called Loop that their whole model was hey, we're going after underserved markets. And, and it was, I, I think, somewhat geared towards more urban areas and that sort of thing. And it was more based off of usage rather than claims history and credit. Um, I liked a lot of the things they were doing. What I didn't like is they decided to go, you know, direct to consumer and only appoint independent or only on not appoint independent agents. Right, But, uh, and it, it was more, they were more of a, we're actually an MGA, but we're going to act like we're a carrier right. kind of thing. And uh, wrote,
0: wrote it on somebody's paper.
1: Yeah. And it just wasn't, you know, uh, I think there was some misfires there by, because of lack of insurance mm-hmm. knowledge regarding the industry, not the product, but uh, it's a it's a big mountain to go after. I mean, you've seen Care like we saw, you know, Swift a few years ago when they had tremendous success on um uh with with home for a little while hinted they were leaning towards doing some auto and then now you don't hear that anymore. They it's a it's a the thing is guys is like auto is a, is a loss leader. I mean, it's it's the thing that you know that you know there's a a famous saying at a captive carrier, the way to the the way to the house and the life insurance is through the garage. You know that's how you get. You know we use this to attract the customer, and then we really make all our money on the home and the life insurance and investments. Um, and it's 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 the it's the dollar fifty hot dog at Costco. Right. You're not going to make any money on it, but it's going to get people in the door. Right. And it's hard to do just the dollar fifty hot dog. Right. Right. You know, if there was a truck out here and you know, we're about to have Mardi Girl and have street vendors everywhere and they were just selling dollar fifty hot dogs, they're not gonna make any money.
0: That's kind of how I look at that. Same reason the supermarket puts some milk in the back of, of, exactly. the, of the supermarket. They want you to walk all the way through everything else so you buy other stuff. Yeah. All right. Number four and five. Number four and five, I'm gonna put together, okay? Because they kind of go, they're hand in glove. Number four and five. I believe Scott Howell, Crystal Ball, 2024. That as carriers reevaluate what they're going to open back up when they all open back up and start back in growth mode and want to start riding business again, I believe carriers are going to also reevaluate commissions, what is paid, how much is paid, how that's paid relative to profit sharing, or if they're going to do profit sharing anymore with agents. I think that going back to what I said earlier, if you only write, uh, maybe just a home and auto, you only get paid 10 and eight. But then if you write an umbrella with that account, you get paid 12 and 10 on that home and auto, something like that. Here comes the big one though, that I'm going to put with number four. This is actually number five, but I'm going to put it with number four. Because of this, and because sometimes in insurance agencies that are bigger, The tail starts wagging the dog. It may actually come to a point where independent insurance agents, because of the increase in commissions per carrier, may be forced to partner with each other to increase the total book size that they have.
1: We've seen some of that in Alabama
0: of of a particular carrier or multiple carriers which would then maybe bump them up to what I call that next tier. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if you're under $5 million in total premium uh, with XYZ carrier, you're only getting 10 and eight. But if you're above $5 million and you can partner with an agency down the street that your buddy's with anyway, and now you're getting 15 and 12. Yeah. Well, that may be a no brainer at some point.
1: Yeah. And we started, you started to see some carriers look very, negatively towards some of the aggregator groups that are doing that at mass scale because they're sort of beating the system to a degree um let me ask you a question what's uh what's nick doing for you
0: everything marketing behind the scenes the best way i can compare what i can tell you nick's doing for me you know how a lot of times if you buy a used car let's say it's all facebook marketplace or maybe a dealership you got your local hometown uh hometown mechanic that might you may Drive the car over there and say, "Hey, hey, John, take a look at this tune car. It up. Just Make make sure it's okay before I yeah. buy it." You know, I would I would compare. That's kind of Nick for okay. me. So he's done some amazing things um, for us relative to taking a look at all of our automations, making sure that everything's connected correctly. One of the big things he's been doing here the last few weeks is, you know, you have to have a doctoral degree. In SEO now to figure out Google uh-huh. and Google has these insights and things that they want to see on your portal website that if the, the wrong buttons pushed or not pushed, or this particular thing's not set up right, you're not maximizing the reach of your website. He's done a lot of that. He has I uh, believe he's working with Chris Langill because we're also, that's another one I'm using
1: fractionally. And your website looks amazing, by oh, the thank way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh way, way better than the, the other one.
0: Oh, every bit of that to Chris Langeel, uh Advisor Evolved. But he's working with Chris with our, our Google Ads because we're changing how we're doing that. He's, Google that, Ads he's is, that mechanic that's looking at yeah, the hood.
1: Yeah. Google Ads is one of those things that uh, it's hard to get it to where you have ROI, but once you do, it's like, rocket ship right exactly yeah
0: last thing i have on my list unless you got something to add bradley i feel like this new fcc ruling that came down i believe it was december 11th or the 8th sometime in 2023 in december that is going to really handcuff lead generation companies and these data list companies the colex dates the the hometown quotes the there's a guy that calls me all the time with a smart financial you remember when i secret shot ken insurance and yep. all those people kept, started
1: calling me yep that shit's about to stop yep. yep you're not gonna have any more of that i think what you're gonna happen what you're so you they can still sell the leads but it's one-to-one it they one can't to one. here's what's gonna happen is these lead companies are gonna start charging more they're gonna have to that's and, what's gonna happen but some of them you know but they're already making so much money hand over fist. But like
0: one, one guy, I was watching the YouTube video on because I'm not smart enough to pour through the FCC ruling. Plus, right. you need a you need a law degree from Vanderbilt figured out. One guy was saying it was also going to disallow companies like Colex Dates to sell lists.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you could maybe that list that you could buy and uh, download from Colex Dates can only be sold one.
1: Page. I wonder if. This applies to like commercial, like like business listings, or is it just for individuals? I'm curious Pretty to sure know that it's business and personal. Interesting. Interesting,
0: but their whole thing is one to one. Yeah, if it's anything but that, it's a 1500 $1, $1, $1, hundred dollar fine per incident, and there are already law firms
1: waiting, in, waiting.
0: Yeah, you know, looking at how do we bait. Yeah. Like life life insurance agents to actually call us and we're gonna be friendly and oh yeah, thanks for calling. We might be interested in a life yeah. lead. And then a week later you get the lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be a big one, guys. How that overall affects the insurance industry. And for you agents out there that are using lead generation companies, whether it's uh a list of stuff and how that, you know, I and, and my opinion is Bradley. I would be calling these companies and being like, "Hey, have you seen this new FCC rule? How does that affect you? What?" Yeah. And, and then you're gonna to have to parse out whether what they're telling you is the truth or not.
1: And I would act to ask to speak to the legal department of the company you're talking to, not your sales rep. Yeah, because your
0: sales rep just gonna tell you whatever they told him.
1: Right. Yeah. It's kind of like these these scumbag attorneys that scour websites to make sure they're ADA compliant. Correct, right. and then and so they get your five hundred dollars and all that. Yeah hate attorneys.
0: Yeah. So, so that's going to be coming down in 2024, but I am excited about this year. My team's excited about this year. I think we're going to have a great year. Uh, right now, as of January one, we were at 13.75 million dollars in premium. Right. For those of you that talk in revenue, we ended up the year just above I believe right at $1.95 million in revenue mm-hmm. for 2023. So you're going to blow it out of the water this year. I, I want to get, you know, I want to hopefully continue to grow by at least a million dollars a year. But part of that goes back to this customer service stuff that that I keep telling everybody that'll listen, that my mm-hmm. goal is to be the gold standard of customer service because well, you know as well as I do, you got to stop the leaking out the back door. Because it doesn't matter how much we sell, well, well, if, you, if, you we're, take, if we're leaking you know, out the
1: back door. Thirteen, you know, two million dollar agency in revenue, and you can shut you can shut the back door and change that five percent. Okay, that's a hundred thousand dollars in revenue you're adding. If you hired a producer today and they did a hundred thousand dollars in new revenue this year. You'd be thrilled. Oh, absolutely. You know, so it's it's it, it's one of those, things, I've talked about this often, like, you know, when you start your agency or your business or what the, no matter what the business, your whole goal in the beginning is new customers, new customers, new customers, new customers. And then you hit this inflection point where new customers create more problems right. instead of solving them. Correct. Right. And you have to figure that out because if you've got so much leaking out the back door, it's like trying to push your minivan to California. Right you know, you're doing way too much work for the result you're getting. Exactly. So you want to close this out? Yep. Let's do it
0: guys. I hope you guys <laughs> okay. are as excited as we are about this new year this year. I'm very excited. I think we're going to all have a great year this year. I know we're going to have challenges, but in life, ladies and gentlemen, you hear a lot of negativity in the agency world right now. I'm going to tell you this, my experience over 52 years is you got two choices. You can either you know, bitch, moan, whine, complain, this is awful, I hate it, da-da-da. Or you can have a positive attitude and figure out a way to get through it. And I think 2023 was a year of let's just get through it. Play defense like the 85 Bears. But I'm telling y'all, as many corrections that were made in 2023, non-renewals, cancellations, premium increases – at some point in the cycle of insurance all of these carriers are going to be in a board meeting with their accounting people and bookkeepers and they're going to go hey guys at some point we got to sell some damn insurance yeah. or we're going to be out of damn business because right now if if you're looking at their balance sheet and PL, the the policy retention per carrier it's got to look like the damn downward spiral of the stock market in 2008 right it's mm-hmm. got to be like a crash yeah. So at some point, they're going to want to turn that thing around and go the other direction. It's just not going to look like it's looked in the past. Right. You know? Right. Guys, as I end every episode, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out from behind that desk today. Go out into the big, bad world. Make money for your family, for your wife, for your kids, college fund, your your parents and your in-laws that are struggling out there. Go write good business for the agencies that you represent and write good business for the companies that you represent, I love you, Bradley Flowers.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks, Rand.
0: Rand, thank you so much, man. We couldn't do it without you, man. Thank you for sticking around today, guys. You are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast, and we love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of our family, and we'll see you back here real soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at Guys, we love you. And thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys
1: podcast. Take care.